things or maybe three um ecw founder todd gordon's book is coming out this coming tuesday and it's co-written by sean oliver um famous for the you shoots and his current podcast with kevin nash and it's as he says it's the real story of what happened Heyman with everybody and in an interesting excerpt he talked about that was published on uh, foxnews.com, he said that, uh, you know, one of the things that kind of ruined the relationship with Paul, Paul began spending a lot of money on advertising in areas where they weren't showing. Um, so the financial side uh, kind of came between them. So that book is coming out on Tuesday. Um, your thoughts on the uh, book? Do you think it'll be a hit? You know, everybody is fascinated with the ECW story, right? Yeah. And still is to this day, too. It's everybody wants, and you know what's crazy? The thing about ECW is that people are still lusting for that to come back for some reason. And I think a lot of people are using that 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 style of wrestling um, to try to, to, to get people in the, um, interested in their, um, in their um promotion um xpw um aew CZW, um uh, ring of honor you know all these people trying to they riding off the coattails of ecw and mm -hmm. trying to also remember um november rain they tried to hardcore heaven oh, yeah. those things they tried to it, it was it was never the same it had the wrestlers but it's never the same without Without Paul Heyman, the ECW with the ECW insignia, the ECW theme, the EC, everybody in Paul Heyman being at the forefront. ECW of, Arena, right? At the, even they even have shows at the ECW Arena, but it's not the same without Paul Heyman running the show. You know, it's a different feel, so to speak. And I think that's why these other ECW knockoffs have failed, um, so to speak. Even though they had some of the wrestlers. That Dixie there. Carter, Impact Wrestling, towards the end of her reign, she did the whole ECW storyline. Right. You know, with the Dudleys. And... WWE did it too. They tried to reinvent ECW on sci fi and they wanted zombies and stuff. And Jake changed the Sandman music. And then yeah. it was before SmackDown and it didn't, didn't have the feel. It was just that the, the December to Dismember pay per view, which was, uh, you know, was a, a um, they try to use the name to uh, and use it with WWE wrestlers. Once you saw the big show there and DX <laughs> coming, bingo, and it didn't work. You get what I mean? It, it works with Paul Heyman and fully it's in like charge when you when you think about the Great American Bash, you don't think of NXT. You think no, of... it's not. It, they should just leave it alone and let people that run it, you know, that's their baby. Let them run it because they'll do the best with it so to speak. You get what I mean? It I makes agree. Sense. And like, no one else is going to do WrestleMania better than the WWE. It's not going to work. Um, no, no, not. I totally agree. And ECW was so interesting, the people they drew in, because I was like the wrestling fan in my high school. But mm -hmm. there was a kid who is a 
you know, he was really smart. He had the glasses, the thick glasses. His mother was the science teacher, but he really wanted to rebel in some ways. And he would just come up to me and say, did you see the ECW infomercial? So he's the one that told me about ECW. And then oh, okay. when I was in college, um, my closest friends were a couple. It was Taylor and Emily. And Taylor was into hip hop. Emily was into death metal. And she was a wrestling fan. But they would come over to my dorm and we would just watch ECW every week because he loved the gangsters. He loved mm -hmm. the hip hop videos they would make on the show. And she loved, of course, the soundtrack, the heavy metal and, and the wrestling. So they really brought in fans who weren't just, you know, bloodthirsty wrestling fans, you know. Right. I mean, I found it at nighttime coming in late and saw it on just flipping through channels and found it. Wanolea dancing atop the ECW arena. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I found it and I found and I'm glad I found it. Uh, Shane Douglas. And I think I found it in late 1997 or 98. When Taz was ascending, and you see, it was just something different. You know, you had Rob Van Dam, you had Taz, you had the the triple threat was already established. You know, then you they was cursing. You know, it was cursing. Yeah. You couldn't believe it. It was cursing. They was doing stuff. The women were fighting, and it was it was it was very different. You know, they were like, "This is real." People thought ECW was real. Like, now nah, this ain't fake. This is real. You know. And the camera work was very good because we didn't realize how small some of them were until mm -hmm. they would appear in WCW or, or WWF. So, exactly. And the fast count from the referee was unique. It was exciting. It was a, it was fast. Right. It was fast wrestling, great chain wrestling. It was the best chain wrestling in North America. Well, the best chain wrestling in the United States, I'll say. We had some of the best wrestlers to, to, to wrestle there, right? Some of the great had some of the best luchadors, some of the best technical wrestlers, the best you know, Japanese some wrestlers. Jap wrestling. They had all that stuff. Like they had, there wasn't just blood and guts. You know, it was there, yeah. but if they had, you know, everything. They Jerry Lynn, Rob Van Dam matches was crazy. You know, they had um, Taz and Sabu matches were not like crazy over the top, um, like. Um, backyard wrestling matches or death matches. No, um, they had, um, you know, Dean Malenko, you know, Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, you know, Psychosis. You know, they had Taka Michinoku, uh, S.A.V.O., Poppy Flow. Mm -hmm. And know. They, they just, when I think of ECW, the first thing I think of is chain wrestling. You know, that's exactly. Let me ask you yeah. a question. I want to bring up some a question to you. Why is Masato Tanaka not talked about as one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all time? That's a great question because his matches with Mike Awesome, my goodness, there was, I I don't know because when they were fighting for the ECW title, I remember a W. I remember a pro wrestling magazine. I think it was an after mag, and it said, "Does ECW have the best world champion right now?" like most believable and it was between those two and um yeah masato tanaka burning hammer all of those things he was phenomenal made of steel you're right he's he should be talked about just as much as anybody you know right but he wasn't in new japan where was he what was his he was um i think he was no, frontier martial arts wrestling he, he never wrestled in japan uh let me check while we're talking because he should uh, i mean i i I mean, he was just as good as, as Chono. He wrestled, as, yeah, as I remember, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. 
So that was with um uh what's what's the guy named the the hardcore legend? Yeah. Onita. Yeah. Yeah. Onita, yeah. And Ricky Fuji was there. I remember Ricky Fuji and um Horace Hogan was big in FMW. They were the exploding ring people, basically. Right. That's where they got uh, all that stuff from. Hayabusha, that's where he was paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. And Terry Funk was there too. I think him and um Onita had that big feud. And I think AEW tried to copy that when at the exploding ring when Eddie Kingston jumped on him and it, it didn't work out. Oh, the no, way that, that was worked out. Um FMW, that's but, actually yeah. in the video game, the AEW game that's out. They recreate that. It's very funny. You um you you played it? Not yet. Have you? Not yet. I haven't. Not yet. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So everybody try to you know often imitate it, never duplicate it. ECW, and that can be talked about in in the stories that you hear from them. From everybody's perspective, is so interesting. Like everybody can write a book. And, you know, this person didn't like this person. This person was doing drugs. This person was doing this. Tammy Zentz was, was offering stuff for Zans, but me, no, I just know she didn't with me. And there's a bunch of, it's so much stories you can tell, you know, um, from ECW, just from that era. You know, it didn't last long. I mean, from, what, 90, was 93 when Shane Douglas threw the title away and declared he was the ECW champion. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really kept, catch steam until about, I think, 97. That's when they started catching steam about 97. For me, the, to, for, you know, that's when they started. Yeah, no, 97 was certainly bigger than 96. And, right. You know. So, you know, but they had a, a history before then with, you know, Terry Gordy and, you know, primetime Brian Lee and, you know, you know, 911 and all those guys. Well, Jimmy was in that Eastern Championship wrestling. Right. Um, but the, and we remember it kind of, you know, because a lot of the people we saw in ECW We've talked about it. We watched them in um, ICW, or I, was it ICW? With ICC. Tony Humble, ICCW, yeah. like yeah. Taz, the Tasmanian, that was a tag team. And Tommy Dreamer, his name was TD, and his he was in a tag team with somebody else. So it was interesting to see these wrestlers, you know, progress and have different identities. Yeah. Um, and that's wrestling for you. Wrestling, when you first come out, you look like a jabroni, and then they make you. You know, like The Rock, when he first came out, he first started, you know, he looked like a jabroni. So did Stone Cold, you know, so did Rob Van Dam. You know, a lot of people you see when they first come out, they look like jabronis and then they come become to this, you know, they fill out more and then they become to get a character. You I think know? Stone Cold and, was always, I, he was always a um, a big guy, but I, I yeah. totally agree with you about the, the Rocky Maivia. When Stone Cold first, I remember first Stone Cold first coming up when the Renegades are wrestling in the middle of the ring, and he's wearing those California tights. Yeah, those neon <laughs> kind of tights. Yeah, and yeah. You're like who is this guy? Uh, it was, well, he was my. When people talk about the most hated wrestlers of all time, he's on my top four because I hated stunning Steve Austin. You did? He was because I loved Chris Adams, gentleman Chris Adams as a kid, and I just knew he took his wife, according to. <laughs> You know, it was it was rough. He was a bully. He was he was very good at his job. What was he supposed to be a a surfer or? I don't know his gimmick was. He was supposed to be like this good looking bad guy, like ever like great looking. I think it was just the hair. But the thing about it for a minute, see where he started, and then see where he became a absolutely phenomenon. 
right? Look at the two. If you mm-hmm. put them, like, try to pitch them together, they're like, what the hell? Who is this? That's why I say, like, a job. The same with The Rock. Put The Rock, 1990, 1999, or 98 Rock, against the Rocky Maivia, 1995, uh, 1996 Rock. You're like, what is this guy? Just like Hulk Hogan, too. Hulk Hogan first started with the with the suspenders to Hulk, Hulk Hogan, 19... Circa 1987 <laughs> at his peak, you're like, what is this? Who is this person? You get, you get what I mean? It just they look different. Yeah, the only person. Out- you're 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 right, and you you're right. That's that's the rule pretty much for almost everybody. The only person who I who in my years of watching, and and there are people who certainly are older than I am and have seen more than I have, but only Booker T. Do I remember first seeing him and, you know, the Ebony experience with his brother? They're, his brother and he are the only ones who, from day one, I felt like they were stars. You know. You think so? Oh yeah, I was a huge. He, they walked into that arena in Texas, and all the fans were cheering for them. He did his spin a Rooney back then. They were just so unique and and just bigger and stronger, as strong as anybody. And uh, they were so cool. And, and I was so disappointed when it went to WCW because at first I was like, oh, they're going to do something great with them. But then they, they, did. Harlem, they did, but they went from the Ebony experience to the Harlem Heat, Kane and It was Sherry. But Sister Sherry. Well, she one... came later. She wasn't their first manager. Right. Like, but I'm saying when they. There. Right. But, they, when, but Harlem Heat is one of the greatest tag teams in WCW history. All the titles they want. And, and you didn't know that while looking but they was always being put over it was always when they beat everybody i mean they beat everybody well stevie Every ray he, he gave the best speech at the hall of fame and he talked about that was ole anderson who who really believed in them and he he, he didn't tell them what to do they get all the credit but he said i'm gonna buy you time because they're telling me to get rid of you so come back and, and rework some things so they were just cooler than everybody and they were just amazing in the ring by the mm-hmm. way, speaking of tag teams, the other news story was Bully Ray says that the US the greatest tag team in the history of the WWE, WWF, WWE. It's possible. Oh, I'm possible. sorry, that pro wrestling history. All of it's wrestling. Possible. Not for me, not even close. But I mean, we, we I mean we living in the past, of course. That's just the way it is, unfortunately. But um, right now. You probably wouldn't think about it, but later on, you probably would say it, yeah. I mean, when we watch Demolition, see, my favorite tag team of all time is Demolition, right? Oh, I know. And, I love Demolition. All right, that's my, that's, that's my guy. I mean, Action Smash, not Crush. Crush, that they watered it down with Crush. But Action Smash <laughs> was, was, was probably the greatest for me. And music, and you see them come out and all that stuff, you know, everything, right? So, um, but you didn't think about that then at, at that point. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like Demolition at first when he when they hit um when they closed line Rick Martel Martel with um with Mr. Fuji um with Kane. I didn't like him at that point. But yeah. yeah, but after that that point, you know, for Survivor Series when they turned on when Fuji turned on them in the power of the plane, that's when I started really liking Demolition and really paying attention to them. Um but you know, even when they turned Hill again, I really you know, I was really for the good guys as a kid. But even when they turned Hill and was going against the Heart Foundation. I was really cheering for demolition at that point and met with Crush. But but hey, it was a great match. But hey, but but 
you the make my the fact that matters this is that the Usos right now you you might won't think they are, but when their career is over, you know, like, wow, they're probably one of the greatest storylines in the the storyline of this era, the storyline of this era, um, that they're gonna be a part of. It's it's the mega powers the storyline. It doesn't make me think they're the greatest. Right. Tag. But listen, but they had so many great. If you go through their matches. The match WWE style of matches, they had some of the greatest WWE style matches of all time. Um, you know, if they go to AEW, they will have great matches in AEW. Now, are they? I think, I think, I think they are up there. I wouldn't think they're the best, but I think they're up there. Oh, sure, sure, they're up there. I know but you want who you think. I know you think the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight the Express, the Midnight Express, the Ebony Express. All the expressive, right? Uh, but um, they're, they're better than the Road Warriors in the ring. In ring, they're better than them. You know? uh, yeah, in the ring, I mean, I always just go by how they make you feel or, or like the impact. They yeah, have I, 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 get you, I get what you mean. They don't, they don't have that, that presence of a, of a, of a Road Warriors. You go, shit, the, the Steiners well, don't so have that. The Steiners don't have the presence of the Road Warriors. But the Steiners is a better tag team than the Road Warriors, right? We are both agree on that. The Steiner brothers are better in ring, had better matches, better moveset, better, you know, everything. The Steiner brothers are a better tag team than the Road Warriors, but they don't have that pizzazz. When you see the Road Warriors, when they come out, you make they just make you feel, it feels different. It feels real with them. It's like somebody's going to get beat up. You get what I mean? And they were. They, <laughs> right, exactly. So it doesn't, it, it, I think people nowadays they they look for the performance more than what the situation is the match. And Vince Russo, um, I don't, he's going through a lot right now too. Um, Vince Russo, um, yes. but yeah, he's remember he wrote some stuff that people don't forget about him. And he had like a, a letter. He, did you, you didn't see that? Vince Russo. I saw something. He, I didn't click yeah, on it. Right. Yeah. So he's going through a lot right now. Um. So, uh, but he mentioned that he wants. The, the matches to feel like a fight and mm-hmm. some matches doesn't don't feel like fights and when you, and then when a match feel like a fight it feels more real you get what i mean than a performance that's why a lot of aw matches when they do those you know all those ring of honor matches and they doing you know move, doing these crazy flips and stuff it don't feel real world warriors matches felt real you know demolition yeah. matches felt real heart foundation matches felt real it's interesting, um, when you say this, it's like, when I think of my favorite tag team matches, I don't know how many of them have the great tag teams in them. Right. You know? Like, I don't really have a favorite Steiner Brothers match. Right. You know? No, I do. Steiner Brothers versus um, Nasty Boys at Halloween Havoc. Uh, <laughs> I do. That match was crazy. That Anybody... Match- who leaves the nasty boys off their most hated list is lying to themselves. Because who did not hate the nasty boys? That was a great match, man. They was hitting people pumpkins with all kinds of stuff. It was the Frankensteiners. Man, that was a great match. That was a hard, first hardcore match I saw between the two. That was a great match, man. Between That's probably my I, favorite Steiner Brother match. I think the Usos, I mean, gosh, how many times can you kick somebody in the head and I don't know. I don't know. Usos, I, I get it. I get that you're probably not the biggest Uso fan. You're probably not the biggest 
you know, fan. I get, I, you know, you have your, your, your choice. You have your. I'll be honest. I'm jealous of people who think this is the greatest moment in the Bloodline storyline because I wish I could keep enjoying it the way I did when Sammy was in it. So it's not like I think people. I don't look down on anybody or think I'm smarter or deeper for thinking it's not good anymore. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I was still pulled into it. You know. <laughs> The thing about it, you wanted it to end with Sammy conquering Roman, but that's not that's not where they wanted to go. No, everybody says that about people who think they messed up the storyline. I wanted it to end with Sammy being a full time hoose. It was never right. about beating Roman. Never thought right. about that. But I think a, a little bit of people that's you know a little portion of people because oh no, probably like more it. people, more people thought it was going to be Sammy beating Roman. You're right about right. that. But Just, they, but then. They didn't have Cody, and I'm looking back at it, and I'm looking at it, and it should have been Cody. But then yeah. again, where would they have went then? I mean, you gotta think about it for a minute from their perspective, and this is a business, right? It's a business. If they would have ended Roman Reigns with Sami Zayn, right, at Elimination Chamber, right, and he won the belt, what do we have now? We have Sami Zayn coming out next week, and then what? Oh yeah, he'd he'd probably lose it very quickly. Right, but you don't have you don't have nothing for him, right? Then you have that's why hills are better to certain hills are uh, are better to book for easier to book for than baby faces, yeah. right? Yeah. Except mm -hmm. if you're Hulk Hogan, you know, you know it's easy you, you get a friend here, friend, and we'll get a monster hill and beat him up, and people because he was so over and people cared about him so much that that's all you had to really do. Yeah, you he know was what a I mean? six foot eight, three hundred pound underdog. Right, basically in every match, and people yeah. believe in these, you know, in the three commandments: say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and train. And you know what I'm saying? People really, mm -hmm. the kids really, he really, you know, appealed to children at that time. And you know, Stone Cold, they had Stone Cold, but what made Stone Cold? And I was watching the biography the other day was the thing with McMahon, and the thing kept going. McMahon trying to stop him mm -hmm. from being the champion or taking the title from him. Or they and they put the rock up there, him and the rock go at it. But once they had well, once the rock left, and then once McMahon and Austin became friends or whatever, they had nothing else for him. They couldn't book no. him no more. So that's why they said, you know what? We're gonna have Brock Lesnar beat you. And he said, What? I, and and <laughs> that's what yes, he left. He did. <laughs> what? Right. No, you're it, right. It, and that's why whenever had, people whenever people say was Hogan. Well, no, it's Austin and McMahon. You know, it, it wasn't Austin just Steve Austin. It was Austin and McMahon. Hulk no, Hogan is Hulk Hogan. Right. You know, it, it... Austin McMahon. Because yeah. if you look at it, they made so many people like when he made, when Vince went and got um, Mick Foley and he made he beat up Terry Funk, turned on Terry Funk to get a champion, to get a championship match match with him and then he gave him the do love stuff to come back and he had to do that mm -hmm. one of the greatest opinions of royal history and do love had the stuff and and they got I to do the that music. And, 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 yeah. and man was dancing because he's dancing yeah. so happy and he, <laughs> he said good god and, and jr like good god look at mcmahon oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the storyline you know what i mean so what i'm i said that to say this they had nothing else to to right. to for no like they had nothing else for Sammy, that's why Sammy didn't win. And they was right because since Sam, since Sammy didn't win and Cody, and as much as you see Cody interest in WrestleMania and he should have won, I he mean, I think, yeah. I, 
he should have won. And I think Cody could have kept, you know, kept, you know, raw on his feet and whatever. But on SmackDown, what would you have had? You know what I mean? With with what you would have Cody's on Raw, what would you have had on SmackDown? Oh, I've I have no idea, but it would have been nice to see Roman enter the uh, Money in the Bank. That would have been exciting. Oh, oh, oh that was gotta be that's cool. But they have nothing. They have nothing, and and they had they had nothing else. And so this is the only thing they have right now, and that's gonna keep them afloat for the next few months. To be honest with you, I was listening to Dave Meltzer they, and Brian Alvarez. They said they can. This um, storyline can last because it can last for another year or so, maybe two or three years, maybe. Because oh, as long as fans think that it's great, they can keep it doing whatever they want it to. Because when Roman finally loses, and if he loses to, it's supposed to be Cody, right? He finally loses to WrestleMania. WrestleMania then what they do is they do the redemption. You know, I want my country back, like Sergeant Slaughter. Um, Roman Reigns. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, it, it, come back and try to regain the tribal chief, and try to regain the champ as a as a face. So that's when Slaughter thought doing the Pledge of Allegiance in a children's classroom, and he had his country back after t- committing treason. That, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's right in. It's, remember, this is a show. Remember, WWE is a show. Wrestling is a show that goes on forever. There's no off season. They don't take off and say, you know. This is something they got to continue to do every week. And it's hard to try to find something interesting to do every week for something, storylines uh, every week. That's it's very challenging, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. What else you got in the news? Um, just, uh, you know, it's being reported that WWE has been kind of not as aggressive as they normally would be about some... Um, recruiting or sending out feelers to AEW wrestlers whose contracts are about to expire because of the major league wrestling lawsuit for um that's been going forward um Mm. so they're trying not to get in any more trouble than they might be and i know we've been covering that from the beginning we've been talking about the lawsuit it's uh it's a big deal, and uh, WWE should be concerned. And that's yep. probably the reason you probably won't see Stephanie back for a very long time. Mm. And so, it's, it, a, it's a big deal. So whenever you hear people say, oh, WWE doesn't care about what AEW is doing, gosh, if they cared about MLW getting a 30-minute or one-hour time slot on Tubi, um they probably care about everything. <laughs> I think they don't like Court Bauer. It could be true too. Could be true too. They said on Jim Cornette said they, that Court Bauer and Vince McMahon would had a race. They had a car race, and and Vince McMahon boxed them in uh, to win the race to almost put him get into an accident and have him stop before he so he can win the race. Wow! <laughs> Try to kill him. Oh uh, Court Bauer. So I think he doesn't like Court Bauer. I think it's something with him, um, so I think it's more or less with Court, it's with Court Bauer. And to be honest with you, with AEW, WWE doesn't want every wrestler from AEW. They want certain wrestlers from AEW, and I think it's the wrestlers that like MJF. They want because remember, a lot of AEW wrestlers come from come from um, them already. 
And the other wrestlers, they didn't want anyway. They didn't want Kota Ibushi. They wanted him. They'd have got him. They didn't want if they wanted really wanted Jay White, they would have got him. You know what I mean? They would. It's some. It's oh, like, I think they wanted Jay White. Everyone, it's been reported. They didn't want. They, they didn't want. They could have got him. They no. He has a choice too. <laughs> he could say, "I don't want to go." He didn't uh, say he wanted. He didn't want to go. He thought he was going to WWE too. The reports was they said they didn't want. They said they did. They he they was taking too long. He 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 made a decision to go to AEW, but I don't. I think okay. he wanted to go. He was better at W. I mean, he's being booked well at, so far, I guess. But in WWE, he's had the, he he's been had the match of the year so far right. to a lot of people. Right. So. But I, I think he could have, you know, they could have done better. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I think they want MJF. So I think if MJF, become, if MJF ever become a free agent, and I, and I think they probably want Kenny Omega now, I think those two are the people that they really want. Um, probably I could see them going after Cade. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think they want Brian Cage. If they did, they would have got him when he was, a free agent, but yeah. um, I think it's MJF and I think it's um, Kenny Omega. Those two, um, I think they really wanted Kenny Omega, and I think Kenny Omega only reason why he went to AEW because he's friends with the Young Bucks. Um, so other than that, I don't really think they want anyone else. Maybe Jungle Boy. So I don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it, well, there's, there's no one that can make that Cody Rhodes impact other than MJF or Kenny Omega. And yes, those something. Well, I the they should want Jade Cargill. Oh, that's another one. But but what would they do with Jade Cargill, big man? Like they do her like Rhonda. Like they don't. They don't. They, they're not they need, women. They need people. They need people like Jade, Charlotte, and Bianca. This um, mm. you know. Look, I mean. I know on the horizon who they have coming up. I mean, I know people are excited about what's her name? She looks like Sky Tiffany Blue. Stratton. No, she's really good. I like Tiffany Stratton. The one who first had a skateboard, then had the Bella oh, hat. Oh, Corey. Yeah, yeah, right. But if you have your choice between a Jade Cargill and a Cora Jade, I'm I'm taking Jade Cargill any day. But she was wasn't she in the, the performance center anyway? And they, what happened? I remember With which, Jade. yeah, she was, and what? I don't know what happened, you know, but um, she, she might, we don't know when we'll see her back in AEW anyway. The well, way what happened? Talking. She's taking time off, and they asked her, a fan asked her on Instagram, when are you coming back? And she said, um, she said something like, don't hold your breath, or something like that. She might be tired of wrestling, I don't even know. Already? Well, I mean, she was, this isn't her main career, you know, it, it became that, but she was a, she's a fitness influencer, which, you know, you kind of have your own hours. She had a ton of followers already before she went into AEW. Um, she's like life partners and share a child with, and still together, McC uh, Mark McCutcheon, Andrew McCutcheon. Um, a baseball player? Yeah. So, okay. But she's somebody I would have loved to see in, in WWE at some point. You know, it might happen. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, man. But damn, man, I didn't know that, man. Jay Cargill. It looks like she lost, and then she they, she's mad that they lost, and now she took her ball and went home. 
Yeah, I think she uh they they had her lose in a way that was kind of an excuse because it was her back to back matches. But yeah, she wanted to take a break. All right. According to the internet sources that we follow. Let's talk about Dark Side of the Ring, man. Um Abdullah Butcher. You saw it? I did not watch it. Um it's kind of Abdullah's always been scary to me. Frightening. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know the real Abdullah the Butcher. Um, what did you think about it? Tell basically, me. it was basically him versus and and Hannibal was on it a lot too. So it was basically oh, about no. that case. Yeah. About him. Yeah, talking about he 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 hope he died and all this other stuff. That's when it first came on, and um, he gave him hepatitis C, and you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, Abdullah mm-hmm. saying he didn't do it, and. You see him. You see the Abdullah with the with the razor blades puffing him in the head. Yeah. The crazy thing about it is this. I mean, I'm gonna go back to Hannibal. You see Hannibal later on having a match with some referee and sticking him in the head with a spike. Oh, I head. saw. I saw that he almost killed the referee. And what? Um, yeah. It was. It was. It was very, very. That was when he was. He was wearing his mask, right? He was the right. Mert. What's what's the name? I don't know what he calls the character. The blood something, but that was horrible. Blood hunter, yeah. that was horrible. How do you do that and say talk about Abdul, but yet you gonna come on TV and you done did some some crazy shit like that? I, I, the, the audacity, you know? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you st- kept stabbing him and they had to grab you off him. It, it was like you lost your mind. I don't know, man. No, I'm. He has a big. You. Yeah, he has a big punch. But um, yeah. When you see it, we'll talk more about it when you see it. Um, let's go to Raw real quick. Cody Rhodes come crying again. Um, um, I called it Cody Rhodes cry, cries. Rock Lesnar kills. <laughs> Cody Rhodes uh, come out in his mom thanks his mom. Taylor's in the in the in the, in the in the his sisters there, family members in there there. And Brock Lesnar comes out and beat the hell out of Cody Rhodes, put him in Kimura, and accepts his challenge at SummerSlam. Yeah, um, um, I think I'm the only one. I was kind of bored with this. I mean, this this is um, the Cody Brock thing has been going on for a while now. Um, but um, I guess we'll see. Cody probably need to be victorious, but you and I are kind of tired of seeing Brock lose when he loses. Brock gotta win. I'm sorry. He needs to win. I, I agree with you. Cody, as the character, can hit rock bottom. He can do all kinds of things. He could have, they could hire Arn Anderson to, to to wait outside his home and burn his clothes like he did in AW. Oh. <clears throat> um, but this is, yeah, I'm with you about Brock needs to win. Yeah, Brock needs to win. Especially if you're not going to, because if you, if, if you want to give him the title, because you can give him the World Heavyweight Championship, but if they're but I think the World Heavyweight Championship is in limbo. It's, 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 it's in um, it's it's in with the um the what is what do they call it in the triangle of Finn, Priest, and uh, Seth, and I think that's going to be the storyline for that. Um, hmm. but I would love to see Brock Lesnar win the belt again. Um, if he's going to lose to Cody, then he gets the belt. Then fine, and go on a run. Um, because you can build. If you really wanted to do something, right? Because the next match was Gunther defeated Riddle, right? For the end, if you really wanted to do something, you can do title versus title for Brock Lesnar and Gunther. Oh yeah, and you I, can. 
I think you're that can right. work. If if you two badasses going at it, if you want to really put them, put them inside of a steel fifteen foot foot high steel cage. You know that would be interesting really want- because, like, do you think Brock would respect whatever Gunther's concerns are about his back? You know, or would Brock just German suplex him? He's going German suplex him. Am I not that's, his, that's his that's his that's his gimmick. That's his yeah. thing. What he does, he's going to German suplex you. You're going to get German suplexes eight to ten times. You know, that's just that's just the way it is. Well, Gunther, if he's going to be around a long time longer here in WWE, he's I guess he's got to see a new doctor or take care of his back a little more. Or keep him away from Brock. Yeah, that's it. That's true too. There's always that choice. Don't do the match if if there's concerns, because he does have some kind of thing with his back, doesn't he? Exactly. Up next, Shayna Baszler defeated Nikki. Oh, you almost a superhero. You used to be a superhero. <laughs> Nikki Cross. Um, she came. Now this is crazy. Nikki Cross. She come out going crazy on the ropes with those wild eyes that you always say, big man. Yep. Right. The mask took away those wild eyes, and we got him back. Yeah, we got the wild. Shayna Baszler put in the in the Caraboota crutch, and it was all all she wrote. And Ronda Rousey, Trent, who was in the in the stands, challenges Shayna Baszler to a match at at um, SummerSlam. Yeah, and I guess um, I guess the idea is will Shayna Baszler win because this is all the rumor is this is all Ronda's idea to put her friend over before she leaves and tries to see if she's going to step back into the UFC. Uh, Viking, Viking Rules match: The Viking Raiders defeated the Alpha <laughs> Academy. Uh... Oh, this was a good match, man. It's a good yeah. match. M- remember the Fun. remember the uh, WrestleMania match with the four tag teams, the Viking yeah. Raiders. With it, that was one of the best matches. I mean, that was oh, a great. Yeah. Night. That was night one, wasn't it? Am I right? I or think it was night one. Night it was night. I think it was night one. It yeah. came on early. Night one. Yeah, yeah, it was daytime, and that was a great match. And this picked up from where that left off a long time ago. We love Alpha Academy. I love what I love. The Viking Raiders are back. I love what they've done with Valhalla, um, how she's a part of it more. So this was my this was one of my favorite parts. I'm a Sonya Deville fan, so you can imagine my other favorite part. Yes, let's go right to that. Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green, they win the tag the women's tag team championship from um, from from Liv Morgan mm-hmm. and. Um, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. I'm happy about it. Um, Sonia Deville, I'm a huge fan. Uh, she deserves better. And and I, I totally felt that when um, that she should have gotten the job for color commentary a while back when they were deciding who was going to step in for Corey. Um, but um, She's uh, to see her win, and she has some titles. I know it's not going to last long, or maybe it will. Kind of like when those two Australians had the belts forever, it felt like. Um, but uh, I'm happy for her. I know she has that legal issue with New Jersey and carrying a gun, which was legal where she was coming from, not so legal where she ended up in New Jersey. So I just hope she does well, because she had been the victim of that attempted kidnapping. Very scary mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, man. So some context to this match. Before the match, um, they was doing an interview in the back end. Rhea Ripley came out, yeah. and she headbutted. <laughs> she headbutted the hell out of my girl Liv. That had nothing <laughs> to do with it. That had nothing to do with it. Beat the hell out of Liv, then started beating up on Raquel. 
uh, you know, mommy was causing havoc, and that's one of the reasons why they lost. But um, we got that's new tag nothing, team champions. Nothing to do with it. How dare you? How dare you imply <laughs> that one had something to do with the other? All right, Bronson Reed defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, and then in the main event, um, another then, another one of my guys, Bronson Reed. I had a great yeah, week. I had a good week. He's gonna. He would be a guy that that can um, that could challenge Hogan back in the eighties. Yeah, he has that. Even though he's not really tall, he has that Killer Khan kind yeah. of to him. Although he's bigger than Killer Khan, he weighs more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're happy that also that tag team match put Liv Morgan kind of in the Ray Ripley path because you're a Liv Morgan fan. So. Uh, Liv Morgan cannot. They 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 she be Raquel, cannot. Um, Gonna be Raquel. It's not gonna live Morgan. Live Morgan just can't beat can't beat mommy right now. Mommy on another level. Right. You know, right, right now. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defeated Dominic, um, Dirty Dom and Damian Priest. Yeah, I mean, you know, the funny thing is these are the tag team champions where we're always surprised if they win or if they win a match, basically. <laughs> um it's isn't it strange that they're still the tag team champions? Is it just me, or is that strange? They have no one else. Yeah. I mean, it's the storyline with the with the bloodline really hurt them. They needed the bloodline more than the bloodline needed them. To be honest, Kevin Owens, you. Kevin Owens for sure. Yeah, I'm Sami Zayn too. We don't have anything. It's nothing yeah. now. They don't. It's nothing. They mean it. They mean nothing now. Without yeah. the bloodline, both of them, like the bloodline, made them, and. The, they didn't make the bloodline. That's this is what I'm trying to explain to you. They didn't make the bloodline storyline. The bloodline storyline made them. I think <laughs> Sammy Zayn and Roman together made it as big as it was. Sammy, like I think it was the group of them together. Because Sammy wasn't setting the world on fire before the bloodline, but also it was Sammy who made Jay and Jimmy and Solo have more individuality um, with his interactions with each of them. But Kevin Owens was just thrown in there, and and I agree with you about Kevin, just not half half about Sammy, but I think he he benefited them as well. Right. No, I, I agree. It benefited the the bloodline storyline a lot with Sammy. It was um, the best. It was the best part of it. Right. I get it. Definitely. Um, I, I don't know how you can get them back. I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't try. I wouldn't even. You know. Yeah, they're not going that route, but they could. Yeah. One or two. But hey, you know, he had a main event match for the title, and he made it in WrestleMania. He did. He did. And and the other thing is, Sammy and Kevin have done everything. Each one's been the bad guy. Each one's been the good guy. Fight tag team. I mean, I don't even know what you would do with them. I don't know. Turn on each other again and do something else. <laughs> right. Right. Or put Sammy in Judgment Day. Yeah, I mean, we wanted him to go to different factions, right? To find a new home. Remember what was our idea? He knocks on the door after he's kicked out of the judgment. Oh, oh, ring general, ring general. It's it's an honor to serve <laughs> under you, general. You know, that would have been great. But, you know. So oh, okay. So let's go to SmackDown. You know, that would never get old. Can we agree? Like him going to different groups? Definitely. Um, yeah, Hill Sami Zayn, those conspiracy conspiracy theorists. Yes. Sami Zayn. Not this Sami Zayn, the the baby face Sami Zayn, not this one, but wow. uh, I digress. 
All right, let's go to SmackDown. United States Invitational. Ah, ah. No, <laughs> this man is coming for that title. And with every, and who game is it? With everybody L-A-A saying LA Knight. DMD. LA Knight. Yeah. I don't mind okay. him ripping off the rock because his, the greatest, his big thing got taken and made somebody a big star. So. Right. DMD, <laughs> right. Um, so, um, we By got the, way, the, the only thing that compares to that, I think, is like when um, when uh, Andrade would first appeared on AEW and was like, tranquilo. And you know, there were fans saying, oh, he's ripping off Naito. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was about to, so this match was coming on and everybody's hype. LA Knight comes out. And he's taking on um Cameron Grimes, Sheamus, and and Rey Mysterio. Um, and I'm I'm on Twitter and everybody like help you LA Knight Day. LA Knight, it's his time. LA Knight. Rey Mysterio defeated LA Knight, Grimes, and Sheamus. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, big, unbelievable, big man. What the hell happened here? What's going on? He came out last week and said he's coming for the title. He's going. He did a promo before the, the thing. He's going to. He want to go to SummerSlam. And what is this, big man? What is this, big man? What are they doing here? They trying to sabotage LA Knight, the biggest star they got right now. What yeah. are they doing? No, I. Why did I he win? Why didn't well, he win? I I do think you have to be careful because I think it's against the law to object so strongly to Rey Mysterio <laughs> winning a match. They said they but, said this is the second time this happened with Rey when um Br- uh, um Daniel Bryan was supposed to be number thirty at the oh, Royal Rumble and Rey Mysterio came funny. out. And, yes. <laughs> like, That's what is going on? You, the fans are less likely to boo Rey, right? Like you have him win something that you want somebody else to win, but it's like they're not going to boo Ray out of the building. But no, I agree with you because L.A. Knight one, he came out and challenged you know a few weeks ago for a title we thought is beneath him because we want right. him in the world title, and two, he can't even deliver on this promise. He so can't. That makes, really bad. It makes him a liar. Makes him yeah. a liar, and yeah. makes his credibility go. They trying to break. What are they trying? They they're trying to break this man. They are. They are. We already they don't... know they solve problems, like the problem of Sami Zayn. We already know that. Mm-hmm. Now they're solving the problem of L.A. Knight. So he's just going to, you know, they're going to change him up and he's going to lose. And that's that. And, they, and people will give up. Yeah. It could happen. I mean, he's not totally made yet, right? It could happen. They could give up on him. Oh, they can. Um then I'm hearing he might not even be on SummerSlam card. Wow, you're right. You're right. He wasn't on WrestleMania. No. He lost money in the bank, and everybody wanted him to win there. He lo- he mm-hmm. can't even win this stupid United. He can't even get to the finals. He couldn't win a glow in the dark match against you right. Know, you know, Bray Wyatt, but... and this is this is ridiculous, man. I couldn't believe they let. I was watching this match. And I'm like, oh, LA Knight can't. Oh, this the place is gonna go. And they had him lose again. Unbelievable! Like, what are you doing here? Do you think he's? Do you think Ray is gonna have a title versus title match against Dominic, and they're just gonna get rid of the North, whatever title? I don't know. I, I don't think they. You know what? To be honest with you, Ray Dominic is 
Dominic is um so far away from Ray, they don't even need to go back to that 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 portion of what Dominic is such a bigger star than he was with his father. He don't, that's why they separated him. They don't even need to go there. Well, you know, the idea was Ray wants to have the hair versus mask match be his final match. So we'll see. Well, they're already making an action figure with Ray Mysterio without the mask on from his um, filthy animal days. And I thought he looked cool back then, too. So, yeah. Yeah, man. But, yeah, man, L.A. Night, man, this is the the biggest story. This is brewing my SmackDown. I turned it off after this for a little while. Did you really? You were that upset. Yeah. yeah, man, I was upset, man. I was like, why, why, what is this? Who want to see Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio one-on-one? And then, <laughs> you know, and then uh, see them next week. And then what are you doing with L.A. Knight? Like, he's not going to be on SummerSlam. You're not – they have nothing for him. Like, he, he's just a person – he's just carrying cross with with people cheering for him. That's it. Wow. Wow. He is. Carrying Cross with people cheering for <laughs> you him. Imagine if Carrying Cross was listening and he heard you say, "He's like Carrying Cross," and he's like, "Yeah, he's right." And then he hears you say, "With people cheering for him." Yeah, I'm a Carrying Cross fan. I like him. I know him, you are. But You've that's the, been, yeah. but that's just the way it is. He's Carrying Cross with what people cheering for him. That's the way they they treat him. He's always losing, and you know, it's just ridiculous. And his feuds don't make sense, right? He just comes out in the middle of other feuds and yeah, he's they, within they, two they, seconds. They didn't get behind him yet. They they they're not they're not giving him the full attention. Can I be you know honest? I, mean? I think I think the shirt they made for him looks stupid. I don't think it's as good as it could have been. Who L.A. Knight? Yeah, the shirt. His new the yellow team. one. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, better. yeah, it could be better. Yeah, but they don't care. They don't want nobody to buy it. So it's no, they, it totally looks like they don't want people to buy it. Yeah, it's just the word, yeah written like in, yeah. not even huge, just like randomly on a shirt. Like it's exactly. Just, they say that's a yellow shirt. Nobody's gonna buy it, so they can say he's not draw. And they buying his stuff left. They still buying his stuff. Oh, so, have you seen the shirt around? Yeah, they buy. He's like the number four top um seller on and the WWE merchandise sales right now. Oh, fantastic! I'm happy for him. He's like oh. number four. He's one of the top sellers in in the WWE right now. Behind um, the Bloodline, Cody, NWO, no Stone Cold, Stone Cold. The Bloodline, Cody, and and LA Knight. Oh, I like so, that. I like that. These Blitz Romans, Roman, Cody, Stone Cold, NWO, and LA Knight. Yeah. So yeah, it's those it's those five. So I'm on the website right now, and it's just shocking when you compare his shirt to the the designs of all the other shirts. It's just yeah, they did that on purpose. The little ugly old level shirt. And people was buying it too, and they was posting it last week when he was it came out. They were showing it, pushing it in the air, it's like yeah. And now, <laughs> it's, it's I can see why they don't want nobody to buy a shirt. They probably did a, a biggie. Didn't even have no merchandise for him. No, at that, oh, you man, shocked oh, me. You shocked me when you told me that. And it was totally true that biggie had nothing. There's yeah, one no- cool thing about the shirt that I just noticed. It has like the Bullet Club, the sign on the on the shoulders. On the side of the shoulders. Okay. But that's it. I mean, their shirt is just... You can't wait. You can't wait six months to try to build it. Like, you need to go right now. He's older. You need to go right now. Like, you can't wait. Like, Cody, yeah, you can wait a year for Cody yeah. and all this other stuff. Like, you have nothing else for him. Like, there's nothing else for him. To, if he can't win the U.S. title, what else he's going to do? There's no other titles for him to go after. There's no other for you to go after. Like, what are you, you're not going to put him in with Roman. 
right? Because that's on a, in itself another, that's on a different island, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you're not going to do Austin Theory, what are you going to do? Like, what do you, the, one of the biggest pay-per-views of, this, of, this, of the year, one of the, one of the major fours, and he's not going to be on it? This is crazy. What you want to have him come out there and just do a, a promo again? Like, like, what is this? Like, I'll tell you, when you say one of the biggest, it, SummerSlam was always my favorite. More oh, than yeah? WrestleMania. When they started SummerSlam, because it just felt so far away, it was kind of like this no man's land because, you know, it's summer. And like when you're a kid, it's like something to look forward to besides yeah. back to school commercials, really. Like yeah. it was just exciting. But Survivor Series was always awesome until they ruined it. But Survivor Series was awesome back in the days. I was watching. So yesterday on YouTube reports, you know, the, the reports you get on superstars and challenge, and oh, so, yeah. to, to back to your point, SummerSlam, the first SummerSlam, um, they really put a lot. That was like they made it like a WrestleMania because yes. they made that with they put a lot into that with Jesse Ventura being the special referee, and then you have the Mega Powers, the top two baby faces versus the top two hills. And you got Andre and the million dollar man with all his money and Virgil. And then you got Jesse in the middle of it trying to take money. Is that was an awesome storyline. You can yeah. the mega pop the mega bucks. And that was WrestleMania quality. That could have main event that WrestleMania that year, you know, um, to be honest with you. Um, so yes. they put a lot into those SummerSlam, and especially that first one. It was in Madison Square Garden, of course. And that mm-hmm. really set the stage for SummerSlam. And SummerSlam, and I think majority of SummerSlam has been good. Majority yeah. of them, yeah. you know. I think one was probably not that good. The one I, that probably a lot of people don't like and was probably 94 was The Undertaker versus The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but the Bret Hart versus the Owen Hart still cage match between the family was scaling the cage. That was awesome. One of the greatest, <laughs> one, of, one of the best cage matches ever. Yeah, you know? that was awesome. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, SummerSlam is 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 a great you know an event. Um, First, my favorite was my favorite was '91, the one I went to. Oh yeah, that was even the, though uh, even though the main event was garbage. Oh, I <laughs> love that match. No, you did match. not like Hogan and the Warrior against match, the Triangle match, of Terror. Match, match made in heaven versus in the the match made in heaven, the match made in hell. That's right. In hell was that was belonged in hell. That was, was that the one that was with the jailhouse match, right? Oh, the 91? Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. The rest of the card was phenomenal. Boss, Man, Mountie, Jailhouse, Brett, and DiBiase. Perfect game, Brett, for the Intercontinental yes, Championship. Right? I made a sign for that. I had a you sign did? for Oh, And it was, it was for the match. It wasn't for one or the other. It was for their match. It was both of them. And I was just so happy because I never thought that I would ever get to see Kerry Von Erich in person being, you know, in the Northeast, you know? So when he comes to WWE, and then I see him in that six-man match, I was like, I've seen the Texas Tornado. And, uh, yeah. Right. That was him and Davey Boy Smith, right? Do you remember their other partner? Uh, Who was it? Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat, okay. Wow, what a trio. Yeah, it was a 10-minute, 11-minute match, but they were against the Warlord and Powerful Glory. But they Power and Glory. Power and Glory was, uh, was 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 one of the one of the innovative taxis that you see now. They that a lot of like the FTRs was taking their their move. That was move was innovative. The Power and the and, Glory, and they actually did it better because Roma would jump off before landed. 
Of right. course they would so, do better. They're the innovators of it, big man. Of course they're going to do yeah. it better than anybody else. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's go um, back to SmackDown. Santos Escobar defeated Theory. Dominic Mysterio oh, after Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're just running over Santos beating our <laughs> theory like that? What did you think of that? Uh, that no, not, it was non-title. And right. that was because mm-hmm. Santos um, jumped on him during the, 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 the United States title invitational match. But, you know. Santos is going to turn on Ray eventually. Um, he's a good heel. I think that's where this is going. We haven't seen close to what he's capable of from Mexico. So, see what happens. Dominic Mysterio um, defends his newly won North American Championship against defeating our guy Butch. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't realize, like, there are really people who only watch NXT. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> On Twitter, they were like, What's going on? Why is Rey Mysterio's son beating Wes Lee? Wes is in the middle of a, one of the greatest championship runs in wrestling history. <laughs> <like>, what? <laughs> like these are NXT people. I can't explain it. You know, good yeah. for them. Um, Charlotte Flair defeated EO Sky. Um, I'm and, glad. But, I'm glad about but, that, by the way. But um, the thrill story barely goes to the back room, and she got a, a what was that stuck into it? It was a knife? Oh no, it wasn't a knife. What was it? it was scissors? It was scissors mm-hmm. to her, her her traveling bag with her picture on it through her picture. Yeah, but all for what? I mean, Bailey's going to be out for a long time. What's wrong with Bailey? Oh, did you see what happened? No. Um, she's wrestling and um. There's Charlotte, I think, but also in the ring is um, Asuka. And Bailey is walking towards Asuka. Asuka gets hit by Charlotte, and I don't know how Asuka didn't see her, but while Bailey's walking towards her, Asuka is just got, is selling the hit from Charlotte. So she just falls and rolls right into Bailey's knee. Oh my God. And it looks so, and people like Asuka, so they're not saying anything. But let me tell you, if that had been a few other women wrestlers, they'd be saying, oh, she's injured her. She's done all of these things. Um, but yeah, Bailey is, uh, I think Bailey's out. For, um, how long is she going to be out for? But she's going to be on TV, though, as you can see. Let's see. Well, this just happened, actually. Bailey. Injury. Yeah, I, a few hours ago. Cause it's like she's in a in the midst of a few with Shotzi. The Shotzi just cut her hair off. Oh, they said she'll be all right. So you're right. I was overreacting. Yeah, I was wondering. All right, then let's go to the rules of engagement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so boy. basically, basically, uh, it, it, you know. It, a contract, like a contract signing. Yeah, they're tired of. They know people are going to turn the channel when they hear contract signing. So now it's rules of engagement. Right. So now, so now, a Roman just, you know, um, sign. He signs the the contract, and Jay Uso takes the contract and rips it up. <laughs> he said, "This is not a a, a match for the title. This is this is for." Uh, 
this is the for this is this is the tribal the the tribal match, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and and then Robert said, say, say it to me, say, say it to me, say this is a tribal match. This is a tribal match. So you say, you say, I don't say it to me, say it to me, big man. Okay, this is a tribal match. Does the elders know about this? <laughs> that was great. Do the elders know about this? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He, he should have said the elders. He said, yeah. He said, yeah. It was their idea. Their idea. That was the... <laughs> <laughs> that was great, big man. You can't that say that. Great. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, I did. Like, Yo, come that on. Oh man, I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What?" He said, "He said, he said, he, he, he really got real serious after that." He said, "The elders know about this. <laughs> it's their idea." So, oh, man, he knew he was in trouble now. So he had to take the belt. He put the belt down, right? And then now he took. He had to right. take off the weight, and now you put the lay over the belt because now it's for the it's for the tribal it's for it's for the, the head of the table it's for the tribal chief now. This match mm-hmm. got serious now. It's not it's no longer for the title. Matter of fact, the title is secondary to this. It's for the it's for the the the, the winner become tribal chief. Yeah, this oh, is man. more important than the title. Right, sure. this is more important than the title. You know what I'm saying? And um, so. Um, so, and I guess it's, it's non-sanctioned as well. It doesn't need to be sanctioned because the elders, they don't, uh, Adam Pierce don't need to make this official because the elders made it official. So, you know, that trumps everybody. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, people so, asked Rikishi if he's going to be on and he said, no comment, no comment. So, um, after the, the, the Roman, you know, leave, leaves and um, Solo Flips the table over and about the Samoan spike, Jay. Jay yeah. But Roman holds his hand back so he can't do it. Um, and then Jay, Jay super kicks Solo <laughs> out the ring, <laughs> and, <laughs> and but Roman just looks at him and just and just leave. And Solo up there holding his jaw and come back. Boy, oh boys, boy. So when Solo turns on on Roman, because that's coming. You know that's next. Oh right? yeah, yeah, it's coming. Oh boy. Um, and boy, oh boy, he's gonna have so much pent up anger. You know, you turned, I turned on my brother because of you, and all kind of stuff. But I don't know if Solo can carry it by him. Can he carry it by himself, like talk on his own? Or oh, I think so. No, okay. I think well, because you howl Solo. You've been howl Solo for a long time. Yeah, I, I am. But also, look, he has the he has the roadmap. They're having him do the Samoa Joe thing. Like he has the okay. smirk. He has like the look on his face. I'm not uh-huh. saying it's not authentic. I'm just saying it's he has a a roadmap to that. So that's that's going to be really good too. And I knew you knew that was happening when they had that segment a few like a while back, where Solo's opening the door for Roman in the car, and I was like, well, uh-huh. why is he doing that? You know. Well, so. Yeah, man, that was pretty good. I mean, it was in, the segment was good. Um, when <laughs> they they did. They did a what they do is a good job of adding wrinkles to to this um, with the elders and you know and and it, it and it makes sense because you know with a lot of because it's the the family history is rich right yeah and and you know Alpha and Sika sits above you know everyone so of course they make the you know they they get the you know, they help they hold a high standard there and they mean something there they like old mob bosses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kusa, you know the old the, the elders make the <laughs> there. So, 
Um, so I like, I, I kind of like this man. The, when he said that, the elders it got my attention, and, and I, I wasn't interested in the match at first, but now since they added this wrinkle to it, as far as it's gonna be a tribal match, and um, I hope I'm saying it right, but um, for the for the for tribal chief, the winner become tribal chief. Um, yeah, for tribal chief very, status or whatever. Because it'd be very interesting on what happened because you can go a lot of ways. You can see kind of a lot of interference. Jimmy Jimmy Uso could come out. Solo can turn. There's a lot of ways this can go, you know. Well, like we talked about it, we want to see the Rock's daughter. <laughs> we want to right. See it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, if they really want, if they can get the Rock, but I don't even know if they need the Rock right now because do they want the Rock to come in and do a job? I don't think he would want to come in and do a job right now. And do they need the Rock beating Roman? I don't know if they need the Rock beating Roman either, to be honest with you. So I don't know. Now, if they if they could bring the Rock in to tag with Roman, I, you know, to help him out, then I'll or Roman I'll be on and that. Jay, if Jimmy's still injured, you know, or if right. Kevin's injured. Like if Roman needs help, if like they turn on Roman, Roman becomes the face, and the the Usos, the whole Uso, all three of them, you know, need a, need help, and, and he calls the Rock, and the Rock comes and help him. That could work, you know what I mean, for a Survivor Series. Yeah, right? yeah. that could work. I will yeah. say though, we've. We've always explored so many different options when it comes to this, and it's usually not the best option they go with, but we'll see. Right, but we'll see. Uh, let's go to AEW Collision. Um, the Owen Finals. Uh, Willow Nightingale defeated Ruby Soho. Your choice. Your, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not Team Willow Nightingale. Um, I think her entrance has more energy than anything happens in the ring. Um, but I mean, it's not like, I mean, the match was not good. The crowd was not into it. So it was maybe the worst match of the card. I guess it was, to be honest. And it's hard to follow what happened before that match. Yeah. But it, right yeah I mean, yeah, people, okay. fans, she has a lot of fans in AEW Willow. Like there were fans who were angry. She didn't beat Athena for the ring of honor title. And I don't get that, but they got Athena. They got Athena in obscure. <laughs> yeah, she is nowhere to be found. You know, mesh man, like you know, man. I mean, to have Supercard of Honor on, you know, Friday nights because Collision is Saturdays. I mean, it's not a good time slot, is it? You know, no, it's I not. mean, you finish work, you're like, oh, it's Friday. You're like, oh, wait, a pay-per-view is starting in, like, 20 minutes. Am I going to order it? No, you know. Let's go to the, the, what people are saying, the match, of the match of the week, match of the year so far. Two out of three falls for the AEW Team Championship. FTR defeated Bullet Club Gold. Your thoughts? I am one of those people who think it's the match of the year so far that I've seen. Um because it really built into it. And the star of the match was Jay White. And he's phenomenal. Like when CM Punk said, these are my shoes, and I'm here until someone can fill it. Well, that's Jay White. And the one thing I didn't like was they did do that kind of the thing they always do in these matches where both we're all four in the ring and they're having a face-off and then they just start clobbering each other. Yeah, I don't like that. that. Too much. It's, it's been done, done, done too much. Everywhere. It should have really ended when NXT with the um, Adam Cole in the War Games. 
mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That was really good. But every they and they did it blood and guts too. I mean, but so, it's fans, but the, the, fans, the fans pop for it each time, so it's their fault. Yeah, and you know, with AEW, you really have to judge it from it's like watching gymnastics, and I don't mean that in an insulting way, but fans in their minds have a checklist of what they want to see in an AEW match, right? At least a really good one. Um, but yeah, that's to me, this was like match of the year so far. And I loved it. What did you think? I thought it was a great match. Yeah. To be honest with you. And again, Collision is better than Dynamite. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. The energy the wrestlers bring to it is different too. Probably. It looks different. Like, the announcer. Like exactly. The announcer was great. Um, um, what's the name? Wasn't on it. Who was that? That was doing the oh, announcer. Oh, Ian Riccoboni. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. They were thinking of him before Kevin Kelly, but I don't think it should be either or. I think those are two of the better announcers they have. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get rid of somebody, it's like it shouldn't be either of them. No, it's not. Are. Those are their three top guys, you know. Exactly. And Shivani too, but Shivani is relegated to a, 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 a he's he's on a he's a color comment. He's not a color commentary guy. He's a lead announcer. I don't know why they just let him be. And they put Excalibur as a lead announcer. I don't know why they did that. And I'm sorry, Excalibur is not that good. I'm sorry. No, he's he. Oh, I, I agree with you. It's like it's not radio; Kevin, it's television. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's better than Kevin Patrick, but he's not a lead announcer. I'm sorry, he's not. He, he's, I don't know what it is, but Dynamite is is it's not as good as Collision. Collision looks better. It feels yeah. different. It's like it's just different. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, and I'm and I'm and like even with Blood and Guts this week, I thought this uh, match was better than Blood and Guts. Oh, it was, it was way better than Blood and Guts. Um, the, and Blood and Guts, the best, the best match at Blood and Guts was the tag team match where there wasn't that much wrestling. Exactly. So, and and they're going to be on, and they're going to be on um, Collision this week. Um, so let me just finish up with yeah. um, CM Punk, yeah. the Owen, the finest for the men. Um, Ricky Starks defeated CM Punk. Um, he held on to the ropes. Um, I'm the schoolboy. Um and um on the sorry on the on the roll up, and he held on to the ropes for the three count, and Ricky Starks defeated CM Punk, and shockingly, your thoughts? My and this is really my initial reaction to it. My initial reaction is if they want to do those kinds of of endings, I I do think if you're gonna have the person cheat to win. AW does holding on to the rope too much, which can look sloppy sometimes, or they only grab it for one count out of the three count. Um, so I would have preferred if, if this was going to happen, it would have been a different way, whether using a foreign object or Ricky putting his feet on the ropes or CM Punk getting his foot on the rope and then Ricky pinning him and then kicking his foot off the rope afterwards, like cheating after the fact and being dishonest so um but fans online were happy they're like well look cm punk is helping ricky go to another level he's now turning heel so the match was okay it was okay it was okay it wasn't as good as i thought it was going to be though what about you well what you what we saw before wasn't going to make it be as good as that anyway because what we was for the first hour of the of the of the whole show, the first hour of the show was was big time wrestling. It was yeah. booked for big time wrestling. The last hour, you know, 
we just people still was catching their breath from that, from what they saw. You know what so I mean? Remind, what you're saying reminds me of when we used to watch UWF on Saturdays, mm-hmm. or something like you knew there was one match because of the time limit, basically, mm-hmm. and so you knew it had to deliver. You know, and the wrestlers knew they had to deliver, and that's what this felt like. Except there was right. more. <laughs> oh, exactly. This was this was a great match. Uh, great show of Collision. Collision was was great this week. Um, it's yeah. been it's been racking up some good um shows the last few weeks. So overall, Collision has been been good. You know, been a good show. Yeah, it's been a good show. It, it's um, the best of the three for sure. Moving on to Bloody Guts, Jungle Boy defeated Hook for the FTW Championship. First loss for Hook. Your thoughts? Man, they so ju- so apparently in in AW. To be a bad guy means you wear pleather, black pleather pants, basically. <laughs> um, I don't get, like, okay, Jungle Boy's a bad guy. I thought that would make him kind of, I thought they would go in the direction of him being a whiny, pompous, I'm, uh, you know, my dad was a movie star. Not this badass. A badass. He's a badass now. <laughs> no, he's not. And he's beating up Hook. Hook beat up Big Bill. Right, and they're having Jungle Boy like <laughs> legit hurt Hook, and then yeah. like, and then the announcing was terrible. Well, Hook played uh, he played lacrosse. Oh yeah, those sticks, you know, those are uh, you know uh, two foot sticks, you know. Uh, yeah, this was terrible. I thought this was terrible. What do you think? Um, they're trying with 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 Jungle Boy, but I don't like that they did this to Hook's ex um expense. Oh, I thought they thought higher of Hook than to do this to him. Right? Yeah, right. I guess not. And um, they don't know how to book Hook. They, they don't know how to book Jungle Boy. AEW always put two people against each other that shouldn't lose. <laughs> yeah, they do. They shouldn't do. lose. Okay. Now, I don't. I think this would have been a good um, way for them to keep the feud going, as far as Hook, um, like a use a disqualification. Like Hook, um, Jungle Boy beats up Hook, and Hook comes back the next week. And I, I don't think they should have had a, a, a winner right now. But mm. what do I? And do I... Taz, like he's all like, "Oh no, wait, what's he doing? Oh, oh, come on now!" <laughs> it was just funny. It was funny. Yeah, he's not as bad as his caliber, though. My God. Oh no, I don't mean he's bad. I mean they. It was funny to see him try to react as a father, like they wanted him to like be emotional. Yeah. It's like, come on, no. <laughs> you know? He would have went down there and got his belt and all kind of stuff. You know, yeah, he's but... not that far away. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, The finals of the blind tag tournament, MJF and Adam Cole defeated Sam Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Oh, this was so much fun. This was so much fun. People on the internet were going crazy about it. Um, I, I loved it. And... You know, using the Saturday Night Fever type of music too was funny. Um, just and you know, it's so funny. I feel I was I went to tried to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. I remember us talking about how the double clothesline was the stupidest tag team move in retrospect, right? And this is like their move, double clothesline. Um, I didn't like the skit they did before where they go to the Chinese restaurant. Basically, I thought that was boring. <laughs> Right, that that was bad. That wasn't even WWE. That wasn't NXT. That was like NXT quality, not WWE Raw or SmackDown quality. Um, 
but I love the match. And, you know, even though I feel like the world champion should be kind of, he, like, Roman Reigns would never do something like this. It would just bring down the title. But um, this this did change my mind a little bit. The one thing I will say is the way the fans are involved, this match coming up for the, um, is it them against uh, FTR? This this could have been London. I know they they just giving it away. Fat they give it, this could have been all in. They need something to. I hope they have something better, bigger for all in. Because yeah, uh, this yeah. should be all in. Those English fans would be double clothesline, double clothesline. Um, Paul Heyman said something funny, um, which is real, and you know how like. Well, I was watching some old wrestling the other day. I watched when well, I watched my match. I watched Dutch Mantel versus Harley Race. Uh, it was a two-minute match. And Dutch Harley got any offense, but he beat him with the, um, you know, the standing um, suplex, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's a f- finisher, right? You know how back in the day, yeah, it was easy to to finish people uh, with like like a side suplex with Dino Bravo move. That was a you know finishing move. Um, and it's like the double clothesline that should that should be able to beat somebody a double clothesline, uh, but they made it to the fact where it doesn't it's not a finish anymore. And I think wrestling really, you know, made the mistake of 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 using other people's finishers as 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 precursors or secondary moves in matches. And I think that they should should not use other people's finishers. As secondary moves, they should only be used as finishers. You get what I mean? Like the body well, slam, scoop, scoop I, I get what you mean. And we used to see this with NWA and WWF, like Arn Anderson using the DDT, mm-hmm. or Tito Santana using the figure four, or Coco Beware using the brain buster to set up the drop kick. Right. And the brain buster was a finisher. I don't think the double clothesline looks like a good move at all. Um, I think a regular it, it, lariat is better than that. But. Right. The thing with Paul Heyman, he said, he said you come out and you establish a move. You come out like the guillotine. He said, you have somebody choke him out one week. You choke him out the next week. You use it as a and you and you get it over. And I think they're getting the double clothesline over. You know what? Oh. What makes their double clothesline better than anyone else? They keep doing it. So that double clothesline is a finisher. Now it's a finisher. You know. So that's well said. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so, I can see that. I totally, so no, I, I totally agree with you there. That's interesting. Yeah, man. So they're getting it over, and it's it's no different than the Doomsday Device, you know. So it, I always think up. like I'd like to see it. Like when I used to play with my wrestling figures when I was a kid, before I made a game where I can play with them as a grown up and feel like a grown up doing it. Um, I used to think that. Um, you know, if a wrestler had a finishing hold, he would like register it, like okay. like in soccer where they you register a player like it's paperwork, and mm-hmm. like that's your move, and the other wrestlers can't use it. You know, right? That's what I think should happen. I don't think people should use, you know, like no one uses the one wing angel, right? Right. So that's a perfect example. No one uses that, right? And that move is very well protected, right? Unless the last match he had with Will Ospreay, they both did it, right? But I think that you know if you have a, a a DDT as your finisher, and then people you've seen a thousand DDTs before the match. What makes your DDT so different than anyone else's? You get what I mean? It doesn't make doesn't make sense. 
you know, I, to me, I, um, again, it's wrestling. You got to, you know, expand your belief, I guess. But, hey, moving on to something more brutal, blood and guts, the elite. They defeated the Blackpool Combat Club when Pac, who I don't even know why they picked him anyway, he got mad. Uh, he got mad at Claudio because Claudio missed and hit him. And everybody mad at Claudio. Claudio is, is everybody hates him, and the, in the, he always doing something to make the partners go away. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you uh, try to get out of the um, out of the, the 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 cage. He got bolt cutters, which he already knew was there. It was pre planted there, I guess. He knew this was yeah. gonna happen, and he bolt cut his way out of there and got out of there. And, and the the elite beat them. And um, poor Willow Utah, they choked him out, and um, the match was over. Um, but John Moxley was a madman in this movie. He was he was had his tribute to Abdullah the Butcher, I guess. He had a fork, screwdriver. Yeah. He biting people. He's doing all kind of stuff. Um, John Moxley has now become he he's not a he's not a the wrestler that you used that you thought he was before. He is now one of he's Abdullah the Butcher. He's this um, generation Abdullah the Butcher. That's what he is. You saw him. He had all those things. You see him him have all those schools in his head. The last time, like he's doing, doing crazy stuff. Somebody need to stop him. He's doing crazy stuff (laughs) every time. I don't know. Um, but let me get your. I want. I want your thoughts on the match, and then I want your match after the thoughts on this. After Kodel Bucci took a flat back bump onto the onto thumbtacks. And was laughed at like it was no problem and laughed after it. Did you see that? No. No. Kodo Bushi, after the match, it was after the match was over. This wasn't on televised. He took a flat back bump on the like enjoy. He just took it. He just jumped the flat back bump onto the onto the, the thumbtacks and got up and said, Yay. So <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts on that match and what's your thoughts on Kodo Bushi doing that? And a lot of people are not happy with that saying hi, he's not gonna no sell the thumbtacks, and okay. and he's been smiling afterwards. Uh, I don't know why would he do that anyway. But go ahead. I think my, my top five takeaways watching this match. Um, for me, the match didn't really feel like it started until John Moxley entered, mm-hmm. and and then when Nick entered, Nick Jackson. Yeah, he he, went, he came in and he started doing a whole lot of stuff. Those two were the best in the match, and I actually. You know, I thought he might come out first. Um, so Nick Jackson and John Moxley made the match exciting, made it feel important. The rest of it was boring. Wheeler Yuta coming out in his blue tights, he looked like somebody who had already been told how it's going And he's just trying not to get hurt before the ending. <laughs> or he's like, this is not... It was funny when they just showed him jogging to the, jogging to the ring. I thought it was funny. Um, Hoda Ibushi, I'm just gonna say it. I thought this was a. I thought Tony Khan was Khan. I thought it it wasn't Kota Ibushi. I thought it was a Japanese comedian pretending to be. <laughs> you know, like like they show their game shows and it's like a fat guy. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> he looked out of shape. He did not look like Bolton Lover. I thought it was a comedian pretending to be him. And then he comes in there like he's like the most unstoppable guy. His whole career, he's been like this underdog who will fight to the end. Um, 
so you know i and and the ending was just seems kind of rushed because they were running out of time i think they got mm -hmm. the timing wrong um so yeah and pack it, it it was like he wasn't even in it almost i don't think this is gonna <laughs> do anything for him and um so yeah my takeaways the stars of the match mockley and um nick jackson um and Kota Ibushi, I thought, was a, a fat Japanese comedian pretending to be Kota Ibushi. Wheeler Utah looked uh, like he didn't, like he knew this was going to be bad for him, and uh, it was boring. And that was and and um, the last thing I also, yeah, Kota Ibushi doing that jumping on the tax and being happy. I think I also saw a clip of Tony Khan giving somebody the stunner, the Stone Cold stunner. Mm -hmm. at, you know, so different things, but. Um, yeah, that was my impression of the match. Uh, I got, I got to ask you a question. Should they not? This ain't two. I mean, basically, this variation of the same two factions fought in Anarchy in the Arena. Should they not do Anarchy? Should they only? Should the same two teams not do Anarchy Arena and do Blood and Guts? I think they did that last year too. So I think they should just do one faction. One, they they shouldn't do both. They shouldn't do Anarchy Arena and then. Blood and guts. I don't think they should do both. I think those matches should be used for different factions or different storylines. You know, I never thought of that, but I think you're exactly right. And at least with Anarchy in the Arena, it is Anarchy in the Arena. Blood and guts. It really didn't feel like they even needed the cage. It didn't feel like they made much use of the cage. It was the worst blood and guts match they've had. And um, so, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think. That that can be a problem. Yeah. It takes away for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh I thought it was a match was okay. Again, um, Bullet Club Bullet Club Go and um what's and FTR was good. It was better than this. Um yeah. but the match was Brown Moxie going crazy with the fork. I kinda enjoyed that. Um And you know the you energy know, he brought, he didn't even need the fork. Like I know they'll say, Oh, John Moxley brought a fork or something, but he it was him, you know. You know him going in there. Yes, the fork was was brutal because that this is blood and guts. Um, I kind of wish Jericho was in there for a second because <laughs> he always brought something to it. But this was um. But yeah, it it wasn't a great match for me. I'm glad you liked it a little more. But... Yeah, everybody hates Claudio. Claudio always doing yeah. something. They hate. Everybody hates him. You know, especially um, Eddie Kingston, who Tony Schiavone came out and said that's his favorite wrestler of all time. Who Eddie Kingston? Yes. Eddie Kingston should have been in this match. Yeah. Should have been in this match. Uh, probably the, This was probably the worst blood, blood and guts match they had so far in its early history. But, you know, this would, I would say this would, would be the Great American Bash 89 when, when they had the Freebirds versus that one. Oh, that one was not good. That's when they went by <laughs> pinfall instead right. of submission. Yeah, that, that one, that was probably the, yeah. the, the worst one. I think that was the third one. On, on pay-per-view. Uh, what was that? I ordered that. It was not good, yeah. I used to rent that tape a whole lot, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, so but, you know, we've seen so many variations of war games over the years, and even within the same year. It's almost like the whole, you know, the two men start, and then every two minutes. It's kind of getting tired. It's almost like I prefer... I'm start, I like elimination matches better. And I know that takes away from the drama of everybody being in there at the same time. But by the end of the match, they're only really focusing on one or two people anyway. 
So right. I'm I'm all for elimination matches. And I've said my favorite cage kind of group team match of all time was from uh, USWA, the cage with the handcuffs. I thought I'd never see it again until you bought me the Booker T DVD. And that was on it. <laughs> so, no, it was Steve Austin or Booker yeah, T? Yeah, Steve Austin. It was Steve yeah, Austin. Steve, and that was the and I I never thought I'd see it again. So thank you. That to me was the best ever. Definitely, definitely. All right, give us the wild report. Oh well, um, let's see. Uh, as far as what's going on tonight on Wow, uh, you know, last week was very interesting because they didn't have anybody from the Fabulous Four uh, wrestling. Um, so this week, uh, this is going to be really good. It's um, Vicky Lynn McCoy. And Penelope Pink against Candy Crush and Princess. All right. So, also one of your favorites, Fury from the Heavy Metal Sisters, against mm -hmm. one of the newcomers, Sandy Shore. She's in the she's in the tag team Spring Break twenty four seven. Also, GI Jane versus Coach Campanelli, and it's uh it's uh the um, uh, Reina Del Rey. And her tag team partner, um, I forgot what her name is. She's like the post-apocalyptic wrestler. They're wrestling Steffi Slays and Jennifer Flores. So I'm going to pray for Steffi and Gen Z that they survive. But look, WOW is still the best women's wrestling on, on television today. Well, and by the way, did you see what happened to Don Callis at the Triple Mania? Yeah, I was about to bring that up. He got attacked uh, by, they said that was a former head of security. <laughs> that he yeah, didn't know. They said Don Callis was furious, but I don't know if he how angry he was. I watched the clip too, and and I'm a fan of AAA and Mexican wrestling. A lot of things are filmed like when they showed the people filming afterwards. Those some of those people look like regular news people because they'll cover that on the news like a regular event in Mexico. Don Callis, when he went to hit Kenny, he shoved some guy with two hands out of the way before he kicked Kenny. So somebody who was watching it, I don't know if that was the person who was shoved. Then they just grabbed Don Callis. They so had him try to put him in a put him in a chokehold. He's like, "Get off yeah, me!" <laughs> he, he brought it on himself. Kick Kenny all you want, but don't go around shoving people with credentials around their neck who are just there to film it or something. I what Conan said? I didn't see any response. I you know I only listen to. I'm a fan of his work, but I for his podcast. It's only those segments that are recommended on YouTube that I click on, and there wasn't anything about that specifically. Okay. Um, so they said for Triple Mania, did you watch it? I was going to, but do you know how they do it on Fight TV? Um, you know how they broke Triple Mania into three events? Um, yeah, for, like last year they started this. It's Or maybe it was this year they started. Triple Mania is three different events spread out over the year. So I was going to order it, and then I saw it was $60, and I had to pay for the $60? one that $60? Because you have to buy all three, not one, including the one that already happened. Oh. And I was like, I'm not that interested in it. Otherwise, I, I did want to see QT Marshall in the ambulance match. But They uh, yeah, have Vikingo to go and hit him beat him, beat Kenny yeah. Omega. So, you know. But, yeah, you know, and he lost to Vikingo. Good for him. Yeah, good. The older one, now they one in one, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, big man, thank you so much for joining us today. 
Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for everybody listening, and I hope you have a great day and onward. This has been the State of Wrestling Apologize Report. Hopefully, LA Knight gets some wins. Oh, he needs some some wins and a nice (laughs) T-shirt. See you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.